Hey, well, yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas as well. Merry Christmas, and let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Oh, that clip never gets old. I love it. Well, hi. How's everybody doing? Uh, this is my first time streaming to Twitch because I uh, just recently had some issues with YouTube, but whatever. This is a couple of Hoosiers podcasts, and it's, this is your first time uh, joining in. I'd like to say hi. Send us a little comment in the chat and yeah, all that. But I got a guest with me today. Um, he's been on the show before. Say hello, Brian. Hello. Hi. Hi. So, yeah. But uh, real quick, I'm going to go ahead and uh, run our little advertisement for the new viewers, possible new viewers. Who knows? And then we'll get into uh, why I'm not on YouTube right now. But let's run that ad. All right. A couple of Hoosiers podcasts. You can uh, find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, Google Podcasts, pretty much anywhere that you listen to your podcast. We normally stream on YouTube, but uh, they're losers. Uh, we upload to Rumble. And if you want to get all your stuff right in one place, go to coupleofhoosiers.com. And then also, me and my wife have a little woodworking business, R&M Kurtz Woodworks. You can find us on Facebook. Get a hold of us right there. You can see some of the products that we have made. Get a hold of us on Facebook, and we'll see what we can do for you. But let's go back to the split cam. So... Yeah, um, YouTube is gay. I don't like them. <laughs> uh, we had a uh, video, which Brian was actually on that video, and apparently we uh, made some uh-oh comments about... Uh, what was that? About uh, a certain election. Uh, was it the 2018? Oh. No, no. Tw oh, the 2020. 20 the 2020 election. That's a big no-no for the big... Uh, Overlords at YouTube, they don't like it. And uh, they took it down, and so we're going to go ahead and give ourselves a little bit of shame. Shame. How dare shame. we? What shame. were we thinking? Shame. Can't be talking about that stuff. Shame. Anyway, so uh, what do you think of the uh, 2020 election results? <laughs> <laughs> It was the most fortified election ever. Duh. The most secure. The most secure election. It was secured from the get-go. Airtight. It was very secure. Airtight. But yeah, we uh we got some uh stuff that we're gonna talk about today. Possibly, possibly World War Three. Scary stuff, scary stuff. Who knows what's gonna happen? But uh we're gonna talk about some things and um, Gosh, my brain just literally pooped. Was that Brad? <laughs> Get out of here, Brad. Stop. You didn't show up. <laughs> All right. But anyways, anyways. Um, Yeah, the website. I want to tell everybody about that. Uh, I recently added a search bar to the home screen. So if you guys go to the website, coupleofhoosiers.com, um, I write blogs for every episode and you can just Simply go through there and you can type in episode 29 and you can find the blog for episode 29 um, and all of that. But, yeah, we're going to go ahead and uh, get into 
Well, let me get into uh, this first video because some of us have a bit of a problem trusting what the media is putting out and people ask us why and, you know, they often call us uh, conspiracy theorists. But let's go ahead and play this first video and let's see why. Those numbers are going to go up. There's just no question about that. I mean, you have fear. Is that a zombie? In a number of locations around the country. You mentioned Chernobyl. Uh. Russian forces quickly overtaking that area. We understand they are still in control. The other thing that went hap went down today um, that was of huge importance was Russian paratroopers went into an airfield 15 <laughs> miles outside of Kiev. And for a short period of time this afternoon, they held. Oh, <laughs> bud. What just happened there? Bud, didn't you read the script? You were supposed to stay perfectly still. Jeez, where do they find their actors these days? <laughs> oh, my gosh. But I don't know. I We might have just been looking at the video wrong and, you know, uh, us conspiracy theorists. I've been called that a lot lately. I don't know why. Don't know why. But uh, if you guys haven't heard... um. I don't know how you wouldn't have heard unless you're living under a rock. Uh, if you were in Florida, that rock probably got like thrown a few hundred miles because there was a big ass hurricane that blew through. But uh, uh, Biden had some words to say about the um, hurricane. He said that he uh, predicted where it was going to hit next. So let's uh, go ahead and check that video out. I'm not sure exactly where it's going to hit, but it's pretty getting pretty clear. Exactly oh, there it comes. Oh. Oh, I love it. I absolutely yeah. love that clip. Sometimes I'll just randomly play it throughout the day when I'm, you know, feeling down about the way that the world's going, you know, since we're dealing with a uh, supposed not recession and supposed not inflation. You know, we got the best economy. Gas was going down for a while, but now it's going up. But it's Russia's fault. Russia's and, fault. And now the national reserves are going down, too. <laughs> I mean, who who needs those? I mean, it's not like we're about to get into a big old war or anything. No, no. No. But uh, real quick, before we start getting into the big topics, I got one more video of uh, Biden saying some uh, some uh, genius stuff, you know. He, he always has the best takes on everything. But let's go ahead and listen to this. And so I, uh, I uh, was sort of raised uh, in the Puerto Rican community at home politically. And so we, and we came here for a long time. Uh, both for business and pleasure since you're part of the Third Circuit Court. <laughs> Did you see his wife in the background? Here, let's go ahead and watch <laughs> that again. What? I want everybody to watch his wife. Keep an eye on her. And so I, uh, I uh, was sort of raised uh, in the Puerto Rican community at home politically. <laughs> she was about to go up and smack him in the back of the head. Time. Uh, both for business and play. She's like, you know what people have been saying about you, and you're going to say something like that. <laughs> I was raised in a Puerto Rican household, or whatever he said. I don't know. I saw that, and I like at first I was like, why did he say that? And then I watched it again, and I saw uh, Jill in the background, and I was like, oh, that would have been hilarious. The guy starts talking, and he just gives it away. <laughs> Apparently, there's a bunch of other clips out there. I didn't get them, but he he was saying like he was a he was like a part of like pretty much like all the minority country or uh, communities, and 
I don't know. It was hilarious. But you know what? Let's go ahead and um, uh, yeah, we're gonna get into this uh, first article from War on the Rocks. Pre or permanent rupture, the European Russian energy relationship has ended with Nord Stream. So if you guys didn't hear, there was an explosion on Nord Stream two, and uh, which is the pipeline. Here, I got an image real quick of where the pipeline goes. Let me let me find it. And I also have uh, um, some um, video evidence of who we think did it. So if you look at this image right here, you'll see that uh, the the pipeline runs through the Baltic Sea and goes uh, from Russia to Germany. So it's a big uh, uh, energy pipeline. For uh, Europe, but uh, let's take a look. We actually have uh, some uh, footage of who did it. <sighs> Greta Thunberg. Ah, Greta. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? I should have got her uh, clips saying. Oh, that would have been good. That would have yes. been great. Uh, instead, I'll just go ahead and. Uh... We need to stop keeping old people alive. Charlie, gosh, what is wrong with you? Anyways, let's get back into this article. I'm done having fun. Okay, so the blast that <laughs> tore through the Nord Stream 1 and... Oh, it hit both Nord Stream 1 and 2. I did not know that. Maybe I should oh. read the articles that I have pulled up. But whatever. I'm a complete professional amateur at this, so judge me. <laughs> All right, so uh, the blast that tore through the Nord Stream 1 and Nord Stream 2 pipelines last Monday have already blown up whatever was left of five decades of Germany, German energy policy. On September 6th, Swedish seismologist reported several underwater explosions off the coast of Denmark. Minutes later, pipeline monitors in Germany reported a 94% drop in pressure in the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Currently, there are three separate major leaks in the controversial Gazprom pipelines that once directed sh directly shipped Russian neutral gas to German consumers, while the circumstances of the explosion are still unclear, Danish and Polish leaders have stated that the likely cause is sabotage, while Ukrainian official deemed the explosion a terrorist attack planned by Russia. So, yeah, if you guys have been uh, hearing about this, they've been trying to they've been trying to put it all on uh, Russia, but it seems it seems a little uh, suspect. I'm not not too uh, sure about it, but let's it go. Does. Let's go ahead and uh, see what uh, Biden had to say about uh, Nord Stream 2. He said this uh, a while ago. Let me answer the first question first. If Germany, if uh, if Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the, uh, the, the border of Ukraine again, then uh, there will be uh, we there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We, we will bring an end to it. What, do, what? How will you? How will you do that? Exactly, since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control. We will. Uh, I promise you, we'll be able to do it. Oh, whoops! Split cam. I promise you, we will be able to do it. Oh gosh! It almost sounds like he had it planned. <laughs> Now that that's uh, maybe that that's why we say things like that and people call us conspiracy theorists. But I don't 
know. Maybe uh, maybe we're not the only ones that uh, think like this. There was a there was a um, there was an interview on uh, Bloomberg uh, where somebody was talking about it. Let's go ahead and hear what he has to say real quick. Now, uh, to make it uh, definitive, the Jeff destruction Sachs of uh, the from Nord Columbia University, which I I would bet was a U.S. action, perhaps U.S. and, and Poland. Uh, this is uh, right, Jeff, Jeff, we got to stop there. That's a, that's a quite oh. a statement as well. <laughs> Why face. do you feel oh, yeah. that that was a U.S. action? What evidence do you have of that? Well, first of all, there's direct radar evidence that U.S. Uh, helicopters, military helicopters oh. that are normally based in Gdansk, uh, were uh, circling over this area. We also had the threats from the United States earlier in this year that one Come way on, or man. another, we are going to end Nord Stream. We also have a remarkable statement by sense. Secretary Blinken last Friday in a press conference. That he says, this is also a tremendous opportunity. It's oh. a strange way to, it's, uh, sorry, it's a strange way to talk if you're worried about the piracy on international infrastructure Professor. of vital significance. So I know this runs counter to our narrative. It runs, you're not allowed to say these things uh, in, <laughs> in, uh, in the West. But the fact of the matter is, all over the world, when I talk to people, they think the okay. U.S. did it. Professor, just to tell you, well, and, and by, by the way, even reporters on our papers that are involved mm -hmm. tell me privately, yeah, well, of course, but well, it doesn't show up in our, our media. Professor, I, I don't want to get into tit for tat about what did or did yeah, not yeah. happen with Nord Stream because I don't have the evidence and we don't have a, a counterbalance to this. You are fake news. <laughs> 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 yeah, so I mean he he's completely right. I mean there there there's a bunch of evidence that possibly the US did it. I mean, I don't I don't see why Russia would do it. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I guess I mean if they wanted to uh cuz it does cut off uh the energy supply to Europe. So I mean, I I guess You know, Ooh. the one person that brought up the fact of evidence was the, the, uh, sorry, I forgot his name. The gentleman that just spoke, um, uh, Jeffrey Sachs or something like that. Something yeah. like that. I don't know. He um, he mentioned evidence, uh, radar evidence mm -hmm. um, of what was in the area, and when they talk about there's no evidence that the U.S. has done it, uh, well, there's really no evidence that Russia has done it either. Yeah. So, I guess when we're talking about evidence, what's that radar stuff have about, and does that tell the story? No doubt, no doubt. Um, yeah, but they were real quick. Uh, like as soon as he started talking about whoa 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 you what yeah. are you what are you talking about and he was just like mm, I'm, I'm, he I'm, couldn't I'm. shut him down quick enough. <laughs> but that's that's pretty much how our uh, uh, it's how our news cycle works. I mean they they have a narrative that they run on and if you go against it, kind of you know like uh, my uh, issue with uh, YouTube right now. Yep. Looking at you, YouTube. Looking at you. What'd you do, YouTube? <laughs> I don't care. YouTube can piss off. I don't care. Um, let me see. Maybe, let me see what. Maybe I can. maybe Elon Musk will buy him and <laughs> make free speech I, I acceptable don't, again. I, I think I heard that uh, Elon did finally buy Twitter. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. Ooh, actually, let me let me uh, look something up real quick. I don't know if I have it. I'm gonna be really upset if I don't have it. When you buy Twitter, do you have to go to the bank and get that $44 billion <laughs> out of the bank and take it to Twitter? Is that how that works? He just sends them an IOU. 
Like, come on, I'm Elon Musk. You know I'm good for it. Uh, the coolest African-American I know. Ha. Um, damn it, I don't have the picture. There was a picture that was going around uh, uh, after they were saying that Elon uh, bought Twitter. Because, like, I even noticed that I don't have that big of a following on Twitter. I have, like, around 300 followers. I don't really care. I'd rather have, like, 10 good followers that actually engage with me and talk with me than thousands of supposed bots but they had this picture of this uh asian girl and she was sitting in front of this uh big old desk with like maybe 30 40 phones in front of her and uh i think it was uh jack Pasobic. uh he was like there goes 200 of your uh followers and i was like oh those were 200 of my favorite <laughs> followers it was funny. I thought I saved the. I thought I thought I saved the image, but I guess I didn't. But uh, let's get into the uh, next topic. Uh, Ukraine did something awesome. Let's take a look at this video. He's such a little guy. He's so serious. Did they just get married? <laughs> I don't know, but the camera production on this is absolutely phenomenal. It's almost like he's like he's got a uh, like he has a past history in acting or something. Yeah, like maybe he spent time on a stage or something. <laughs> no, but I, I I saw that. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, uh, they uh, just filled out an app application to join a uh, NATO membership. And that's what that was. They put out this video of them doing that. And I don't know. I Maybe I could be looking too far into it, but that looked like like a lot of production went into making that. I mean, they had multiple camera angles of him filing in. I mean, the desk looked really shiny and immaculate, kind of like uh, uh, something that you want to see in a war-torn country. But what do I know? Now... Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't the reason that Russia invaded Ukraine because they didn't want them to join NATO? I mean, I, I believe that's uh, that's what he uh, what one of his problems it, were. He uh, saw uh, NATO rising up uh, all around him and he was like, well, well, I mean, I don't I I don't know the the full history. I know like Ukraine and Russia have this long history, like apparently uh I don't know if it was back during the Soviet times, but I think uh, part of Ukraine used to be a part of Russia. I think that's 1991. What I, yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. So I mean that that's that's what most of this. I mean, like a lot of people that I see, like I've seen, like around here where I live, people are like waving their Ukraine flags because you know we support Ukraine. You know, I mean, this country isn't. I mean, we're we're doing totally good, so we can definitely send all the support that way but i'm wearing yellow for oh, ukraine oh today. good for you bud good for you bud and oh. here's the blue you know there my my hat might have a little bit of yellow in it uh probably from uh, some of my sweat stains but uh if anybody's a fan of michigan we did a kick-ass game today i mean go blue the hoosier rooting for michigan to beat hoosiers it was great 
Okay, but uh, let's look at this uh, next article from Politico. They're right about everything that they say. They never lie to the people. Uh, Ukraine formally applies for fast-track NATO membership. NATO chief Jens Stoltenberg shies away from directly endorsing Ukraine's bid, but stresses alliances open to new members. So I don't know if that means like they don't want to add them to NATO or what. I'm not really sure, but uh, uh, how long is this? Yeah, I'm just going to read this first part. I don't really care too much. But uh, Ukraine on Friday formally requested an accelerated ascension to join NATO. President Volodymyr Zelensky announced a response to Russia formally annexing four Ukrainian regions. We trust each other. We help each other. I can't do a I can't do a Ukrainian accent. And we also. protect each other. <laughs> this is what the alliance is de facto today. Ukraine is applying to make it de jure. Zelensky said yeah. during a video address. Oh my gosh! Um, the move yeah, you was know, was up. Oh, sorry. Go I'm ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. I, I just wanted to say. Uh, this Zelensky guy, he's going to drag everybody down into this. And, and I'm getting to the point where I wonder if him and Putin are coots together. Because... I, mean, I think it's really interesting. I mean, I it, it could just be a coincidence that, like, it's it's Vladimir Putin and Voldemir Zelensky. Oh, yeah. That's like <laughs> Like, John it messed with James, me. The, like, honestly, when I read this, that was the first time I've ever heard Zelensky's first name. And I was like, wait, hold up. What's going on? Is there, like, a Zelensky. union ship or something? Or maybe just all those uh, Russian Ukrainians all have the same name. I don't know. They all sound alike. Is that racist? Yeah. The, hold up, hold no, up. no. No, wait. I thought they were Nazis. <laughs> uh, we're we're going to get into that, bud. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, man, you're, you're revealing secrets. Let's get back into this wonderful article. What is that off to the side? Who is this? The Paradox of Ursula von der Leyen? I don't know. It looks like a weird picture, though. Uh, we No, I already read that. Okay, so the move was intended to draw attention away from Vladimir Putin's elaborately staged speech earlier in the day in which he announced the annexations to the audience seated under gilded chandeliers. But there wasn't any indication that Ukraine's request would advance its membership hopes, which have been in limbo for years. The prospect of Ukraine joining NATO has long fueled frustration for Moscow, which regularly rails against the military alliance's eastward expansion in recent decades. Um, so, yeah, I mean, um, I don't know if they're going to join, but let me take a look at this uh uh, NATO Article 5, Collective Defense. The principle of collective defense is at the very heart of NATO's founding treaty. It remains a unique and enduring principle that binds its members together, committing them to protect each other and setting a spirit of solidarity within the alliance. So right here they have uh, some, some little things that this all entail so collective defense means that an attack against one ally is considered an attack against all allies the principle of collective defense is enshrined in article 5 of the washington treaty nato invoked article 5 for the first time in its history after the 9-11 terrorist attacks against the united states nato has taken collective defense measures on several occasions including in response to the situation in Syria and Russian invasion of Ukraine, 
NATO has standing forces on active duty that contribute to the Alliance's collective defense efforts on permanent basis. So, yeah, uh, Article 5 pretty much states that, hey, if you mess with somebody in NATO, everybody that's a part of NATO is going to jump in. So that's why I titled this episode, Are We Possibly Going to See a Third World War? Or are we already in it? I mean, we've spent what, like a couple bucks over, over we sent a, uh, a couple bucks over to uh, Ukraine. I mean, maybe some Happy Meals along with that. Big Happy Meals. Big Happy Meals. Speaking of Happy Meals, I just saw the other They're... day. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw the other day that uh, McDonald's has um, adult Happy Meals now. I was. <laughs> Wait. What kind of toy comes with an adult Happy Meal? <laughs> That's what I wondered at first. I was like, I've heard of adult toys, and it doesn't seem like something that you should get at uh, McDonald's. But apparently, it's just like old figurines of like the old Ronald McDonald crew and all of that. But I was just like, why are adults going to McDonald's and getting a Happy Meal in hopes for a toy? I mean, I thought it was a little weird when they first came out with like the the adult size onesies and stuff like that i was like i mean yeah they look like they're kind of comfortable but usually put those on little children and i don't know i see like this whole um i see this like whole you want one somebody just commented no 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 no. Uh, somebody just commented in the uh, chat i want one oh it's i mean if if you're gonna wear a onesie, what color would it be? I'm thinking yellow for me. I th- I think that that. Well, would I be mean, obviously, with what green. we're ta- talking about, I mean, it's got to be yellow and blue. I mean, we got to support Ukraine. I mean, if we don't, we're racist. <laughs> or are you just supporting <laughs> Michigan? See that that's where my problem comes in. I wear blue and uh, blue and yellow, and I gotta like tell them, no, this is maize, not yellow. I'm supporting blue. I don't care about Ukraine. <sighs> I get it all the time. Oh, you're a supporter of Ukraine, are you? No. No, no, I'm not. I'm a supporter of what Ukraine's doing. I mean, if they want to fight back, I mean, yeah, I think you yeah, know, that's blue. noble to stay and fight for the borders of your country. I just, oh, definitely. In a way, I kind of even admire the people in Ukraine, the men in Ukraine that were able to stay behind and, and All fight. All the men. Uh, All the biological men. I, I think men. Most, most men my age grew up not really caring much for the Russians. Oh, and, right. I mean, we watched things like Red Dawn and, uh, you know— uh, you know, we had to, we grew up in the '80s and '90s. You know, maybe it just uh, we we weren't that hip on them. And it, to I'm get still... the chance to fight the Russians, I I admire the Ukrainian people. Oh, definitely. I just wish we could fight for our borders here the same way. No I doubt. Mean, but I mean, most people think that the the U, the U.S. borders isn't a problem. Uh, me and Brad even had this conversation uh, a few episodes ago where. Uh, we were talking about the U.S. border, and he was like, eh, it's not that big of a problem. And then I showed a video of, like, literally it could have been hundreds of people. The line just kept on going, and he was like, oh, are they leaving the country? I'm like, no, they're coming into the country. Yeah. Because, you know, you they know. never finished the border, so there's a bunch of open space and, you know, thousands well, you upon know, regardless thousands. of a wall or not, I'm sorry, oh, regardless of a wall or not, there's a respect if you're really wanting to immigrate to the United States, I guess the first thing you would want to do is respect, um, just like they would want us to respect if we were, you know, mm-hmm. migrating down that way. Oh, definitely. Um, you know, I you actually did hear about that. Your... What was that? Uh, a bunch of Californians uh, went down to Mexico City and 
Uh, they weren't too happy <laughs> about it because, you know, they didn't they went down there. They didn't know the language. You know, they didn't know the culture. And, yeah, they weren't too happy. And we were like, hey, how does that feel? Right. Yeah, it's. You know, no, but, but I'm I happy mean, with people that want to immigrate here. Oh, legally. definitely. This is this is but, the greatest country you know, to feel in the world. Like we're, and, yeah, uh, but to feel like we're just being taken advantage of, I think there has to be a point where uh, definitely you you know you're really disrespecting the people you're trying to uh, encroach upon, especially the people that are actually doing in the uh, legal way and they're waiting yeah. the the time period and they have these people that just cut in front of them in line i mean the people that come here legally like i've met a few people that have done it legally and like they're some of the biggest patriots i've ever met like they love this country and they are hard workers and great people and i i love having them in this country i will take i will take thousands of people who love this country and want to work hard every day over some overprivileged little college kids who have read Karl marx a few too many times and think that they understand the world but anyways we were talking about uh how we uh sent a a couple of bucks and a few happy meals over to uh ukraine let's see uh, what that actually looks like okay so this is from devx.com funding tracker who's sending aid to ukraine by david ainsworth that's a name but let's go down here. So the funding platform tracks more than 80, 850 sources of information about the largest funders around the world, including national governments, multilateral agencies, and the biggest philanthropic foundations. A search of the platform's database reveals more than $17.6 billion of grant funding, roughly half of which has come in the last two months. The funding is primarily either for humanitarian activity or to maintain essential infrastructure in Ukraine. By far, the largest grant is $4.5 million from the United States via the World Bank, announced in August. Grant funding has grown significantly over the six months of the war. DevX first mapped the funding intended for Ukraine on March 18th, finding then that only $1.5 billion had been committed. An update in late April found that this figure had risen to $4.2 billion, and another in July found it had risen to $8.5 billion. Oh, now let's get into the juicy part. Additionally, DevX analysis turned up $69.3 billion in loans and other repayable finance. This is likely to go on a mixture of maintaining the Ukrainian economy and fighting the war with re- with relatively little committed to humanitarian aid. Much of it may not yet have been drawn down. Earlier this year, donors and governments made multiple multi-billion dollar pledges for the future, such as $10.1 billion in grants and loans at the event in Poland in April and $19.8 billion at a meeting of the Group of Seven leading industrial nations in May. It's not clear how much of that funding has has so far flowed through into grants and loans a recent package of 8 billion is that euros yeah what is that yeah i think that's euros yep okay of grants and loans from the yep from the european union for example appears to contain both new money and elements of earlier pledges wow 
these people are getting a boatload of money. Oh, yeah. I wonder what's all included with that money. Let's take a look over here from, oh, the U.S. Department of State, U.S. Security Cooperation with Ukraine. Uh, the United States, our allies, and our partners worldwide are united in support of Ukraine's in, of Ukraine in response to Russia's premeditated, unprovoked, and unjustified war against Ukraine. Um, I don't know. I've heard differently. But let's look at uh, what uh, we've given them. So United States security assistance committed to Ukraine includes or over 1,400 Stinger anti-aircraft systems, over 8,500 Javelin anti-armor systems, over 32,000 other anti-armor systems, over 700 Switchblade tactical unmanned aerial systems, 142 155mm Hullwitzers, and up to 810,155mm artillery rounds. And it just keeps on going. Just look at all of this stuff that we have given to Ukraine. Are we in war? Boy, that's that it that's a lot of stuff. I wish uh I wish uh our government supported uh you know Americans like owning like just at least a little bit of firearms, you know, instead of sending them hey. all over to another country. I just wanted to say I noticed on that list there was some C4 and other explosive material. And I'm just wondering oh, yeah, there is. if they did some testing on the C4 that we gave them and the bridge that just got blown up. I wonder if those tests might match something. Just uh Oh, yeah. The Crimea Bridge. Uh, I actually got a video of that that I want to show off. Since you brought it up, you know, since you brought it up. Oh, oh. Okay, I'm the worst so, guest ever. <laughs> no, you make it interesting. <laughs> All right, from BBC News, they're uh, pretty trustworthy. I don't know. I don't look at them often, but who knows? But look at this nice little bridge. Boom. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That is just now, crazy. It's my understanding that as the truck was going down uh, the road, it exploded right as the train carrying fuel tanks was passing by too, causing the fuel tanks on the train to catch fire. But luckily, they were able to get the uh, train section of the bridge up and running again, and the the the, the car and truck traffic has uh, been slimmed down to one lane. Just wow, that's crazy. So uh, the blast from Europe's longest bridge, a symbol of Russia's annexation of the peninsula uh, from Ukraine in 2014, killed three people, investigators say. Well, I mean, I mean, that's tragic that three people died, but I mean, that could have been a lot worse. Uh, the victims, I'm betting one was a truck driver. Uh, possibly. The victims were in a nearby car when a lorry blew up, Russian officials claim. The railway, the rail, uh, I can't speak. The railway part of the bridge where oil tankers caught fire also has also apparently reopened. On Saturday evening, 
Russia's foreign ministry published a video seemingly showing cars using the bridge. Ooh, what's this video? It's a nice looking bridge. Um, are we just going to be watching cars drive by? I'll bet it's going to go. I'm going to be a little disappointed if all we're doing is watching these cars drive on this bridge. I think that's all we're watching. Ah, oh, thanks, guys. Oh, it's Aww. from uh, it's from Russia. Oh, they were yeah, they were showing the look traffic started again, and they do oh, have gotcha. one lane okay. of traffic or something. Yeah, but you know what's so significant about that bridge is it's a huge supply line to the Russian military inside Ukraine right now, mm -hmm. and having that having that blown you know right in your face there. Yeah, it's got to be difficult, especially. So yeah, um, this was uh, yesterday. The bridge was intact, and not today. So when did that happen? Did that happen earlier today, or did that happen last? It must have happened last night. I think so. It's relatively pretty recent. So. Yeah, yeah. Because now that now that you uh, say something about it, I do remember seeing an image of the bridge blown up. Um, I think I was seeing like some sort of parody image where they had something. Oh like, yeah, photoshopped in. But it's in Kiev. Kiev. Uh, there's a mural Kiev thank you um, th th there's a mural that people were taking selfies in front of it was a it was a mural of that bridge and it had flames depicting like either an explosion and people were you know taking selfies behind it it's just oh wow yeah. that's crazy and I think the deputy prime minister or I forget the exact title of the gentleman from Ukraine but he's within the Ukraine government he uh, he tweeted uh, um, a video of Marilyn Monroe singing happy birthday Mr. President uh, with the footage of um, the Ukraine bridge being blown up uh, or on fire and oh, they wow. tweeted that out for Vladimir Putin so it was almost kind of like they took responsibility for it but I don't know. It just seems weird. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, this is this is the first time that I'm hearing about it. But yeah, we pulled that up and since we're talking about the subject, I mean we might as well mention the bridge being blown up. Because yeah, that is that is a big update. That is a big update. But um uh let's see, uh we got um we got uh pictures of uh Kamala, our uh our great vice president, um uh, uh helping out helping uh the, the troops out. Let's uh take a look at this image. <laughs> he looks like he wants to say something to her. He's like, "Should is I? That? Should I? Should I tell her? Who is that guy? That's not an. That's not an American. What Joint that? security. Uh, I bet he's from South Korea. It, depending, yeah, though, she did yeah, say yeah, something yeah. the other day about uh, North Korea being a strategic partner or something along that line. Yeah, she. I saw that picture and of, I was like, I, I got to show it off because that's just hilarious. She had the caps on have, the end of the binoculars. Didn't they have Bush doing that too? I think oh, I Bush think they did. I think they did. That's yeah. government politicians. I don't know about them. They're not. They're not. They don't. They're not sending their best. They're definitely <laughs> not. Oh my gosh. Um, let me see what else I got. Um, yeah, we did that. Uh, what a. Let's go ahead. Uh, what is this? No, no, 
All right, we'll go ahead and uh, get into uh, this topic. Yeah, yeah, that's what we'll do. That's what we'll do. Oh, real quick, real quick. Um, I know I'm not on YouTube right now, and that looks like that's going pretty slowly, but make sure you like in whatever you do on Twitch. Go ahead and somehow subscribe, follow, do whatever you do. If there is a way to like the the show on Twitch, I, 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 I'm not too familiar with Twitch. I just saw that I could stream here, and, you know, I went for it. Because screw YouTube. They can piss off. Yeah. But let me go ahead and uh I got I got some I got some memes for the podcast that I'm gonna be posting on the uh on the uh, website if you guys because the biggest way that you guys can support the podcast is by letting people know about it. Don't send me money. I mean if you want to send me money, I'm not gonna stop you guys, but just share the podcast. Let people know about it. Look at that. What can I do to help? Check out a couple of Hoosiers podcast. That's so true too. That's what he said. That's that's exactly what he said. That's was the subtitles of the show. And whatever show this was, go subscribe to a couple of Hoosiers podcasts. Oh, you cannot you can't like uh the video on Twitch. I'm getting a comment. Don't be a zombie. Listen to a couple of Hoosiers ah. podcasts. That's exactly what they played for her. I I I promise I watched that episode. It's the only episode that I watched and I I pulled that image straight from the episode. I, I I'm I'm glad that it's getting out there. It's getting out there. We're we're getting that reach. All right, but let's go ahead and uh, look at this wonderful thing. Russia's new Poseidon super weapon. What you need to know, because apparently I don't have the uh, the article. Maybe I do. What's this? Oh, yeah. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, we'll look at this article first. I had it uh, out of line, but. Russia to test nuke drone, Poseidon UUV, from its gigantic Belgorod nuclear submarine, Italian media. Russia's enormous nuclear submarine, the Belgorod, that recently became operational, is about to undertake the first ever test of Russia's Poseidon nuclear torpedoes, according to a top secret, can't be that top secret, NATO report cited by an Italian media outlet. This is from the Eurasian Times. Whatever that is. But no, I saw this um, on uh, Fox News. Uh, they had an article on it, and I didn't want to cite Fox News because I'm not that big of a fan. So I wanted to find another one. So I got this random one that could just be somebody saying random crap. But who knows? Let's read it. Uh, the largest submarine built in 40 years. Second only to the illustrious Typhoon class, the 14,700-ton nuclear-powered Belgorod submarine was inducted by the Russian Navy in July. At the same time, it was not revealed where the gigantic underwater vessel would be deployed. Uh, going by the last reports, Belgorod is set to undertake its first mission in the Arctic Ocean, which involves a the first-ever test of Russia's game-changing super weapon the poseidon unmanned underwater vehicle an italian daily newspaper reported on september 28th that a secret intelligent report recently prepared by nato raised concerns about belgorod's deployment in arctic seas possibly to test the poseidon uuv for the first time 
So yeah, that that thing looks pretty big. But uh So the Poseidon UUV is one of Russia's six strategic weapons, also known as super weapons. Not just regular weapons, but super weapons that Russian President Vladimir Putin unveiled during a speech in 2018 at the mm, yeah, I'm not going to try to pronounce mm-hmm. that word. Menek Central Exposition Oh my gosh. Ex- <laughs> exhibition <laughs> Hall near the Kremlin. Jeez. Other super weapons included the Sarmat Intercontinental Ballistic Missile Avangard Hypersonic Glide Vehicle the Burvenstick cruise missile in the Kings Hall air launch air launch hypersonic missile in the Shirkin uh, ship launch hypersonic missile. So yeah, they, they came out in 2018 talking about all these uh, super weapons that they have and this Poseidon happens to be one of those. Let's take a look at uh, this article over here. Russia's new Poseidon super weapon. What you need to know. As Russian rats ratchets up the nuclear threat over the past few days following their invasion of ukraine one of the weapons on people's minds is poseidon the nuclear mega torpedo is unique in the history of the world despite speculation we do not believe that poseidon has been deployed this well now it looks like it has the system is not yet ready but it does raise concerns for nuclear stability in the near future, it changes the shape of nuclear deterrence and will become one of Russia's most feared weapons. Poseidon is an intercontinental nuclear-powered, nuclear-armed, autonomous torpedo. It is a giant torpedo which can hit coastal cities with devastating results. Compared to an intercontinental ballistic missile, it is very slow but possibly unstoppable. That sounds scary. Uh, the weapon expected speed around 70 knots is fast enough to make it realistically uncatchable to existing torpedoes. Dang. Yeah. So, myth and misconceptions about Poseidon. Perhaps so little is known about the weapon, there has been a lot of speculation. And because it is completely, it is a completely new category of weapon, there is no previous system to borrow interpretations from. The contribute this contributes to popular misconceptions. However, we have been following developments since before 2015 and have narrowed down many aspects. Uh, so the system is not direct development of the unbuilt T-15 mega torpedo from the 1950s. That was a weapon some Russian planners. Okay, I'm not gonna read through all this, but uh, Poseidon's day will come. Yeah, pretty much uh, from what they're saying, what what I did read on there, I'll uh, post it, post the uh, link on the website. You guys can go ahead and go and read through all that. Oh, you changed the color of your name in the chat. That's cool. But uh, <laughs> that that caught what me off guard. It was green and now it's pink. There it is. There it is. But uh, yeah, I mean, ow. But uh, I'm no expert in like all the uh, all the big weapons and all that stuff that the world has. All I know is that like a nuclear war is something that like has everybody scared. I mean, nobody wants to see that happen. And Russia has been talking about how they're going to be 
moving their nuclear weapons around and they have been making all these claims about the threat of a nuclear war like i mean it gets to the point also that they they've been saying like there's a lot of rumors going around that uh putin might have uh, a deadly uh blood disease and that he's dying and that also raises the question that if he is dying he doesn't have anything to lose and he might go out with a bang that's incredibly scary I, I don't know if it's true if he's dying. I just know I've heard of it. There's people that are talking about it. It just leads to the question, like, because, I mean, like, me, me and uh, Brad, um, the the original producer for the show, he's usually on here on uh, our Friday episodes, which I'm doing today on Saturday. Don't, don't ask. Don't try to understand how things work. Things come up, whatever. But uh, we and him were talking about it, and he was like, do you really think that like if they want to because because we also talk a lot about like the Great Reset and like the World Economic Forum and what they have planned and everything, how they want to like form this like global world order, whatever. And he was saying, well, if um, if that's actually what they want to do, then destroying the whole world with a big nuclear war would kind of be counterproductive. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. But. A lot of them also talk about how we're overpopulated, so a big nuclear war could probably solve that for them. And if Putin is dying, then, I mean, he's a form, former KGB member. I mean, he's obviously not really right in the head. He's kind of crazy. I'm sorry, Putin, if you happen to see this video, I don't, 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 don't look at me like that. I'm just saying, I'm just saying you scare me. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, it, it's really hard for me to say, like, cause like I said, I don't, I don't know, like the whole scope of like global politics and all that stuff. I mean, I read here and there about this and that, but is it suitable for us to speculate a possible third world war? I don't think it's completely out of the question, especially with no. everything that's going on. Uh, how much we've sent to Ukraine, how much we've been funding them. Now they're filing to join NATO. And like we read with Article 5, I mean, I don't know for Article 5, like uh, me and Brian were talking about this earlier before we started recording, but like I don't know if Article 5 would fall into this category since like they'd be joining NATO and already at war. I don't know how that would work. See, that, that just seems what, like the draw in for NATO when they're applying to become a NATO member. Why didn't they do that five years ago, let's say? Um, but let, let, just going back to, you know, art, that Article 5, like, it, it, and that's what probably Zelensky really wants is the NATO nations to, uh, you know, invoke that like they did after 9 11 mm -hmm. and, um, and go after, uh, you know, his, his, target or mm -hmm. his enemy which would be putin I, I just find it funny that nato knows so much about this uh torpedo nuclear threat yet they couldn't see the threat even back uh in what was it 2009 10 11 uh when uh putin annexed crimea yeah i mean they've known for some time what he's doing and this new invasion oh, since yeah, uh, joe biden new. took office 
it's it's like you know where, where was your intelligence then hey guys we're gonna have a problem with russia here pretty soon they're gonna invade ukraine and mm-hmm. really it all boils down to them just not really wanting ukraine to join nato they want to keep that buffer state mm-hmm. and and which i mean they, in a know, way i kind of understand i mean they 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 feel like the west is encroaching on them and um i know there was like a, a lot of talk for a while like they thought that like putin wanted to see like the glory of the Soviet Union come back before yeah. he died and all yeah. that stuff. And I mean that that could also raise questions about that if he is dying. I mean maybe he doesn't want to see the Soviet Union. Honestly, come back. Ricky, I think I think that plays right into what you were saying about him being a nuclear threat. Putin's ultimate goals here are probably to return his country, which, you know, I want I think Trump wanted to do the same thing, make America great again. Mm-hmm. Uh Putin make wanted Russia to bring great his country again. back. Yeah, he he wanted to, you know, improve Russia, you know, mm-hmm. and and I think we can always politically uh, disagree with or I'm I'm sorry, we can disagree with the politics going mm-hmm. on in Russia. But, you know, when it comes down to it, the guy just wanted what he thought was best for his country. We don't have to agree with that. I don't yeah, think no. poisoning your political adversaries is or the just way making to go. them uh, um, disappear. Yeah, you know, and, and he's like that. But then, you know, it's uh you know, so I don't think it's in his best interest to uh, initiate a global uh, nuclear conflict mm-hmm. uh, for the legacy that he's trying to create for himself right. and for his country. So I think that threat, you know, while he is posturing, uh, I, I don't know that it would ultimately be in his best interest to probably not. I, that. I honestly don't believe that it's in anybody's best interest to start sure. a nuclear war. I mean, because because like I was saying with Brad, I mean, he was saying like if there if there's a nuclear if there's a big I just, old... I got this picture of Joe Biden thinking he's ordering pudding. Oh, <laughs> oh no, I hit the wrong button. Oh, speaking of those buttons, remember how uh, Donald Trump had his uh, Diet Coke button? He would make yeah. everybody nervous that uh, he had this button in his office, and they were like, what is it? And then he would go and press it, and then a secret door would open, and someone would bring him a Diet Coke. He loved his Diet that, Coke. That's why I love the guy. He's great. He is great. It's uh, genuine. We started a war. Yeah, you did. I was trying to look for something funny, but that's the only one that I saw. And, but um, no, he was like, he was like saying, like, like he was saying, like, um, a nuclear war. Like every, all, all the major countries have nuclear capabilities, and I mean, if if it does pop off, I mean, there's, it's just gonna go everywhere. I mean. Because, I mean, you also got to think of North Korea. I mean, and also that brings me back, um, uh, not necessarily North Korea, but China, when uh, we talk about, like, who possibly uh, blew up the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. I mean, I've heard some people talking about it. Don't know if it's true. Um, They were kind of just speculating it, speculating on it. I'm kind of just speculating on it. China has been wanting to take over Taiwan. If they could have done this and caused a big distraction and caused World War Three, that that would give them the space to do it. I mean, I mean, if we're yeah. like focused on all this other stuff, I'll be right back. Go for it. I'm all alone here. While he's gone, let's go ahead and run that ad again. That way, you guys know where to find us. Couple of Hoosiers podcasts. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Castbox, Google. Google Cat, Google Castbox, pretty much any. 
I Can't Talk. Anywhere you, you can listen to your podcast, you can find us. We're on YouTube, Rumble. We got clips on TikTok. We're streaming on Twitch maybe now. I don't know. Go to coupleofhoosiers.com. I write blogs about the episodes, and you can find it on there. R&M Kurtz Woodworks. You can find us on Facebook. It's a little woodworking company that me and my wife have. We make some pretty cool stuff. Take a look at these pictures of some of the stuff that we've done. If you like what you see and you would like to have something like that, get a hold of us, and we might be able to do something for you. I am totally a professional at this. This is the best content that you are going to find on the internet. I promise you. I promise you. It sounds like Brian's back. Howdy. I am back. Oh, man. I don't know if you were hearing that, but I was absolutely struggling through that advertisement. No, you weren't. Oh, my gosh. It was hilarious. Like I said, best content that you guys are going to find on the internet. You guys need to follow us. Share the podcast. That's the best thing that you can do for supporting us. If you guys like what we're doing and you want to support us, just share the podcast. Tell somebody about us. Tell your friends. Tell some lefty liberal who thinks that I'm some evil conservative that's going to lock women up in the kitchen and have them cook meals all day and never leave the house because it's dangerous for women. Okay, I went on a bit of a rant. I think you left out threat to democracy. Oh, I'm a big threat to democracy. Democracy is gay and I don't like it. Whoa. (laughs) Okay. Oh, now that I got that off my chest, let's keep on talking about uh, Russia. But yeah, maybe China did it. That way they could take over Taiwan. Who knows? Also, North Korea has been doing some stuff. Let's take a look at this. Or actually, while we're still on the topic of uh, Putin, he had uh, he had uh, some stuff that he had to say about the West, and uh, not that I like the guy, but I, he he he's not wrong. Let's go ahead and uh, for the audio listener, I'm not going to be able to. Uh, it, it is in Russian. I don't speak Russian. I don't know if you understand Russian, but I'm not going to be reading the subtitles because it goes too fast. But for the video watchers, this is for you. Разве мы хотим, чтобы в наших школах с начальных классов детям навязывали извращения, которые ведут к деградации и вымиранию, чтобы им вдалбливали, что кроме женщин еще некие гендеры и предлагали сделать операцию по смене пола. Do we really want that for our country, for our children? Nice hat. Yeah. Satanism. You know, I don't like the Russians, but their their language is pretty nifty. I like it. But yeah, he's like pretty much talking about how like the West is like encouraging like all these uh like gender roles and like gender transitioning surgeries to the children and he's like well, we don't want that for our children. I mean, right? Uh, he he's not wrong and then he said that like we're pretty much becoming like it, it's pure satanism and I mean, I'm not talking like he's not talking and I'm not talking about like uh, they're they're like worshiping like an actual devil or something like that. Like Satanism in its actual um, form is just like the worship of the self. Like whatever I need, whatever I want. It's just this. I don't like it. 
It's completely selfish. Did you know that uh, Russia, sometime after 2008, I believe, they banded uh, U.S. Uh, citizens from adopting Russian children because I believe a big part of that was they felt like there was abuse going on. Um, and I think, you know, they seen the writing on the wall in terms of this, you know, um, um, gender uh, surgery or gender, uh, you know, uh, the whole issue. ideology. I on think it. They, yeah. 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 I mean, like uh, a few episodes ago, I, di- I did um, like a whole thing on uh, the 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 child sex changes that they're trying to do. Like they're trying to say that it's not happening in these hospitals, but I pulled up a bunch of uh, information about it. And like, it's clearly happening in hospitals in this country. Who knows how young it's happening at, but I mean, there's definitely this push and it's, it blows my mind. Like, like uh, um, a lot of people think like the views that I have right now, uh, I've heard it before that it's extreme, but I mean, I've had the same views that I've had for like, the past 10 years that I've been thinking about stuff. And I mean, it hasn't really changed. I mean, yeah, I I was probably a little bit more liberal and now I've been pushed more to conservatism and all that stuff just because I see like what, like the liberal ideology is doing to this country. And I, I don't like it and I absolutely reject all of it, but what am I? I would argue you probably, you probably stayed where you were the left or liberal moved further left and conservatives maybe came more to the center mm-hmm. or Definitely. maybe they stayed where they were, but well, I think you I, might not. Have moved. I think there's like, a, I think there's like a lot of uh, conservatives that are like, like maybe have moved a little bit. Cause I mean the, the word conservative gets thrown around a lot, like pretty much like everybody yeah. on the right gets called a conservative. And I mean, like while you can be like, um, uh, like, financially conservative that's the word that i was looking for financially conservative you could be socially liberal which when i'm talking about like conservative i mean like all around the whole board like conservative conserving like what our founding fathers built this country on they despite how people might think about it they like not all of them were christian and not all of them believed in god but they at least built this country on the founding principles that there was a god and that we should follow what he's saying and i mean they made a pretty sweet country i mean yeah it had its flaws but we were the first country to kind of like fix some of those flaws that were also going on in the other world and you know i don't know you're right like i like i'm not all about like this whole like um like this western like the west is great and all that stuff i'm not all about that mindset i'm pretty much the united states we're the greatest country ever I don't care what anybody says, but I mean, there's this big push right now to blame the United States and pretty much everybody that's in it that supports this country for what it is and trying to condemn us and make us seem like we're evil and all this stuff. And I'm just I I'm so sick of hearing about it. It just I don't want to mess up my mic or else I would scream. I think there's also an effort to divide us. Oh, definitely. You know what I mean? In terms of. The more they can divide, you know, and, you know, you're right, you know, by politics aside, it just seems like Americans are getting split up. But when we get attacked or, you know, somebody harms one of us, we're pretty quick like brothers to come back together. Oh, and, and that's when you get messed up is when Americans are on the same page. You think you got to split up. But you know what? Um, politics aside, when it comes down to it, you know, I, I think Trump people, Biden people, 
you know, when it comes down to, you know, our kids, our, our, our way of life, uh, when that's threatened, look out because we're forced to be. See, and that's that's a push it as far as you think you can. (laughs) Yeah. But that, that's a, that's a big thing. Uh, I think I've talked about it before on the podcast, like, um, like I have talked about how it does look like with the political divide, like we could be in or facing a civil war. Like I, the reason why I say in, because I think people have like this old form of like, they think of like the first civil war in this country where like two opposing forces met up with each other on the battlefield and fought it out. But I mean, really like when you look at like what the FBI is doing and what the uh, DOJ is doing, I mean, we could be, we could be in a civil war as we speak and we we're just not used to how this looks. But I mean, what I, what I'm getting at is like, if we are like that, that entrenched in this hatred for the other side and all that. And like world war three does pop off and we're busy fighting each other. That gives like, cause I mean all pretty much all these other countries don't like us because they know that we are the superior force in the world. Uh, it's kind of dwindling now, but we still are the, the superior force in the world. And if we're, if we're busy with infighting and fighting ourselves, I like, like you were saying, I mean, if like something did happen where it hit our country, like the politics be damned, everybody would be coming together pretty much like how it happened in nine 11. Like, I mean, I was young when that happened, but I still remember like the unity that came after that. And like, that was probably the last time that this country like really came together. And they, like you, you could like feel like, um, like brotherly love amongst Americans. Everybody was proud to be an American. And like, that's just dwindling. That I remember that, and uh, it really only lasted about two weeks before we went back to fight. <laughs> See, each like other. I said, I I mean, I think I was it, in the it, sixth grade when it happened. I remember going into class and like the lights were off and they had the TVs on, and I thought that like we were like getting a free day watching a movie, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. But I mean, there, I mean, for the most yeah. part, I mean, yeah, like you're right. Like I mean, the political division did come back, but I mean, there were still like. Maybe not in like uh, the the government side of it, like they were probably going at it. But I mean, I I know um, like a lot of people, like it 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 seemed like there wasn't this. Uh, Omg, I was in my twenties. Haha, <laughs> wife. <laughs> Don't bring that up. That's weird. But uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. Um. Yeah, it's it's just interesting to think about it, like the how how divided our country is right now, and like a lot of times, like I really don't like the political division, but when you look at like where we're divided at, where like um, they're like one side is like advocating for like nine month abortions, and they're advocating for child checks or gender changes and all that stuff. Like, I'm not moving anywhere near trying to compromise with that stuff like i'm like if if you got to call me a far right lunatic for not wanting to side with any of that i'll take it i'm here all day you can bring all your liberal tears to me and i'll i'll take it all in put it right in this this uh good old <laughs> american cup and i'll just mm, salty it tastes so good but all right, um, I got one more article that I want to talk about before we get too far off 
track like we have been, but hey, it's fun to talk about stuff. Um, yeah. From Reuters, another trusted news organization, whatever you want to call them. I don't care. I don't like them. Uh, U.S. accuses China, Russia of enabling North Korea's Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un. That's uh, that's uh, the Winnie the Pooh guy, right? <laughs> okay, so October 5th no, from Reuters. Uh, that would be the president of China. That's right. That's right. I... I, I I don't know. They look the same. I don't. What? Whatever you want to call me. Oh, I, can't, I can't find. Oh, there it is. So what? The United States accused China and Russia on Wednesday of enabling North Korean leader Kim Jong Un by protecting Pyongyang. Pyongyang. I don't know. Uh, from attempts to strengthening U.N. Security Council sanctions imposed over its nuclear weapons and ballistic missile programs. The DPRK, North Korea, has enjoyed, has enjoyed blanket protection from two members of this council, U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations, Linda Thomas-Greenfield, said. In short, two permanent members of the Security Councils have enabled Kim Jong-un. The 15-member council met on Wednesday on North Korea after nuclear-armed North Korea test-fired a ballistic missile on Tuesday that soared over Japan for the first time in five years and prompting a warning for residents there to take cover. China and Russia did not want a public council meeting, arguing that it would not be conductive to easing the situation. After the meeting on Wednesday, nine Security Council members, the United States, Britain, France, Albania, Brazil, India, Ireland, Norway, and the United Arab Emirates condemned North Korea's missile launch in a joint statement. So yeah, they were uh, they were launching uh, missiles over Japan. Don't know if you heard about that, but that was uh, pretty wild. North- you know, that's that fifth article just waiting to happen about the first time that north korea can't control one of their missiles and it hits japan then you get your fifth article of nato members that Mm -hmm. says hey we all got to come protect japan so you know north korea gets attacked china's going to get out of whack um yeah it could just spark off quick and they're just launching them out there and it's like don't hit japan or else you're going to draw us all into a big fight yeah and nobody sorry i would i didn't mean to ramble no go for it i love it but uh I mean, no, I normal, normal people don't want a third world war or some big war to pop off like that because, um, yeah, it's just bad. We don't like I I am like completely anti-war. Like, I don't want us in war at all. I was really that's one of the things that really made me happy during Trump's presidency is that there were no new wars and like. We weren't hearing about ISIS because I remember like all through like Obama's administration, like we were constantly hearing about ISIS and we were constantly hearing about like the the wars in Iraq and Iran and all those Middle Eastern countries. And I was like, oh, my gosh. But um, I don't have the article up with me right now. Let me see if I got it on my phone. One second. I was I saw something. Regarding our military that I thought was pretty interesting. No, I do not have it up, but, uh, they were saying that, uh, um, 
the recruitment was either 10,000 or 100,000 recruits short of meeting their quota for our military because uh, Gen Z just can't make the cut. They're either overweight, they're on drugs, they got a bunch of tattoos, They their mental state is completely skewed. I mean, not that... It, like like I said, Trump. I'm not a big I'm I'm not a big war guy, but I mean at the same time, like we do have to have a strong military. I mean, like I said, we're like the supreme country, like we're they're like we're the top power force in the country, and like uh, China's been trying to take over that that position for who knows how long. I mean, they've been stealing data from us and advancing their country for who knows how long because. People like um, that. Is he a senator or representative in California who was uh, banging the uh, Chinese spy Fang Fang? Eric Swalwell. <laughs> Eric Swalwell, that guy. Yeah, that. Interesting how he's not being questioned or uh, raided by the FBI when he was literally uh, having uh, sexual relations with a Chinese spy. Yeah, I think he was even on a select committee for intelligence or something like I, yeah. I forget now. And he never even got removed from that post. It, it's like, geez. And people call us crazy for saying that the DOJ and the FBI have been weaponized against the conservatives and the right wing. You know, I don't care what people say. I really Neither don't. Do I. I mean, and I don't think. I just like uh, to point fun at it. I don't think. Uh, yay. Uh, formerly known as Kanye West, I don't think he cares either. I hear no. they just booted his butt off Instagram. Uh, oh, did he they? Said, yeah, he said Jesus. Yeah, he said something about Jesus. Yeah, and his religious. Yeah, I, I, I recent I recently saw uh, a couple little segments of uh, him on uh, Tucker Carlson. Um, yeah, what'd you make of that? Some of it sounded crazy, but then other things were like, yeah, I I I completely agree. But I, what you was know. He was talking about, oh, man, I can't remember. I, w I was watching some videos. Uh, a guy that I, I follow uh, made some, like, little clips or whatever of it, and one of them, he just started talking about something that I was like, well, because, I mean, Kanye's Kanye's kind of been crazy all along. I don't know if you remember back uh, during uh, Hurricane Katrina when he was on I don't remember what show he was on, but he was on with uh, Mike Myers, and uh, he was like, "George Bush hates black people." <laughs> I was like, "What?" Does he? I mean, I don't know. He had didn't he have a uh, Susan Rice or no Condoleezza Rice? Condoleezza we had Condi. Rice. Yeah. We had Condi. Uh, yeah. They had, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I just remember that. Like I've I've always thought uh, Kanye West was a little off his rocker. That's why I don't you know. Really I take, know they uh, said political. He, he was diagnosed as bipolar. I think you know in today's world, uh, everybody you know, that's, kind of is. Yeah, yeah, and you know what I when I heard him talking to Tucker, what I what I heard and what I saw and watching what he was saying and doing, I thought uh, here's a man with a lot on his mind. Oh yeah, he. he, he thinks about a lot of stuff and i think it's just you know and when he got into talking about how people want to control him through fear you know mm -hmm. you can't say this or you can't do that yeah you know the guy is you know worth a couple billion dollars i think the guy's earned the right to say and do 
what he wants to do, you know, within the confines of the law. No, and definitely. they just don't like what he's saying, so they're going to quickly. Yeah, I did. You know, I did see him with the, talk uh, about his mental health. But... I did see the uh, the picture of him and uh, Candace Owens with their White Lives Matter shirts on. Yeah. And then I saw uh, uh, what what's uh, Will Smith's son's name, uh, or I don't want to assume gender because I think he's on the spectrum. But uh, uh, Jaden Smith, I I I think he was at that uh, yeah. fashion show. Or sorry about the he. It's just you know what I don't care. <laughs> but uh, he was at the fashion show, and I guess he had left because he saw it, and he was just so offended by it. Like, why would you? Why would you do it? That's so racist. Like. Really, bud? R- r- really? Are we are we saying that uh, saying that a uh, uh, certain race, their the color of their skin matters is uh, racist? Is that is that where we're at? I, I kind of seems in line with handing out uh, hurricane aid relief to uh, people based on the color of their skin versus uh, their their need. Yeah. It's, uh, oh, I don't think I. Uh, I think that's something Kamala Harris was. I don't think I. Uh, I showed this picture. I'm gonna go ahead and show yeah. this picture real quick. Speaking of the uh, hurricane relief, from reliable fake news. Because if you are gonna make, or if you are gonna be getting fake news, you got to make sure it's reliable. By Hur- Hurricane Ian floods Florida. Aerial image captured of flood victims in Naples, Florida, asking for help after Hurricane Ian. Ian. Send vaccines. Because uh, if you guys didn't see the video, there was a video of uh, our uh, President Poopy Pants saying that uh, the best way to uh, prepare yourself against hurricanes is to get vaccinated. Yeah. Those vaccines are powerful. It brings the wind speed down like yeah. by 50%. Those you know what? I, I, I've been criticizing yeah. the vaccines for a long time, but I don't know. They, they're strong enough to stop hurricanes. I might go get all 12 jabs at once. It's worth a second look. Definitely, definitely worth a second look. Yep. <sighs> let me, let me look. Um, oh, yeah, we were going to talk about this. Uh, um, let me just go ahead and throw out this image. That looks weird. What's that all about? <laughs> That's got to be Ukraine. That's Ukraine, isn't it? Yes. That's Ukraine. That's that. Yeah. The Azov Battalion. The the flag of Azov Battalion incorporates a Nazi black sun as well as a backwards Das Reich symbol. They also believe that Putin is Jewish, which is very bad, according to them. I mean, even like looking at this uh, uh, little A30B logo over here with that little symbol. I mean, it's it's not necessarily a swastika, but the dude has a Ukrainian flag looking thing over here with the swastika on it. Yeah, like they they have a big big far right uh uh issue over there and not not that like I'm I'm like really concerned about it. I just think that it's hilarious with all the liberals and lefties that are talking about all this support for Ukraine and like they literally have Nazis over there. Like that's like I I don't know if this is they act- fall over themselves to ignore that. Yeah, yeah, but I I don't know um, if it's completely accurate, but I think that that is like their uh, strongest battalion over there that's doing a lot of the fighting for Ukraine. So like we're we're yep. pretty much funding Nazis, 
And I mean, Putin has came out and said that. Like, I don't they're, believe they're everything. pretty well funded. <laughs> yeah, we we took a look at that. Uh, but uh, I I I don't believe everything that Putin says. But I know he did come out and he said like like the Russian uh, communications, like their news source, whatever, has said this like on several occasions that like they're fighting Nazis. But who knows? Who knows? Speaking of uh, Nazis, I saw this image. Uh, some may uh, recognize these people and some may not, but see if you can uh, see something in this. So on the left is, uh, oh, dang it. I just I just forgot his name. Uh, Chris Hayes. Chris Hayes. And then on the right is, um, damn it. Gosh, my brain just that right? literally pooped. <laughs> is that Rachel Maddow? Looks like Rachel, Rachel Maddow. Yeah, Ra- Rachel Maddow. Now, um, yeah. If you if you guys can't uh, see uh, what's going on in this picture, what I what I saw, um, let me let me do a little uh, zoom in right here. What's that? <laughs> I saw this and I thought it was hilarious. Um, uh, apparently, it's um, it's. It might be like some segment that they're doing about like uh, right wing Nazis or whatever, and like I don't think huh. they're actually like I I just saw it and I I couldn't help myself because oh those people make me laugh I I always love uh, going on NBC and it, it just goes straight in line from uh, uh what's her name Joy Reid and then Chris Hayes and then uh, Rachel Maddow and it's just pure comedy gold like the entire time and I'm just laughing. Oh, so immensely. It's they're hilarious. You know, those people that you just mentioned uh, on that network are the exact reason that uh, guys like Tucker Carlson are number one right now. And Greg Gutfeld for late night. Mm -hmm. That's exactly the reason, because I think, you know, what they're talking about resonates with a lot more people because it's more closer to the realm of sanity. Mm -hmm. You know, know, you listen to those other guys. Yeah. Everything that I've heard them say is a complete stretch from the truth. It's just like when they when people talk about like disinformation and misinformation and then i i watch these guys and i see them clearly stretching the the truth i mean there might be a little bit of truth in what they're saying but like i mean like like how they're how they're constantly calling the the right the far right they talk about like militias in this country like uh the three percenters and i just want to point this out this just brought us up anybody sees this flag back here with the uh three percenter logo I want to let people know I'm not like officially like affiliated with any three percenter organization. Like I like I've said in this uh, uh, podcast on my uh, ad run through, I'm a woodworker. I was making this flag and I was like, I really don't want to carve out 50 stars. And like I saw this logo and I was like, I wonder if I can do that. So I did it. So just so anybody, anybody's wondering, I mean, even if I was, I don't care. But no, the way that the media has like clearly like painted like three percenters and I mean, Oath Keepers might be a little problematic, but I mean, just the way that they always talk about militias when like our 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 Second Amendment right, like literally talks about like the right to have them like form a militia. I, I can't think of what it is off the top of my head right now, but I mean, they literally like come at all militias saying that they're all white supremacists, they're all far right and they're all a danger to democracy and all of that stuff. But I don't know. I'm just going. They represent the biggest challenge. Mm -hmm. 
Which I mean, honestly, that's why they attacked him so much. Honestly, I, I I'm not. I was I was actually talking with Brad earlier this week. Like I'm not affiliated with like any militia, but like I've thought about it in the past because I mean, really, when you like you think about it, like a lot of like uh, um, a lot of these like local small militias. I mean, all they do is pretty much like they do training to keep people prepared in case there is some sort of emergency. I mean, a lot of like that bugs me, like especially when the left and the liberals are constantly crying about climate change and how all this climate disaster is going to be happening. They make fun of like yeah. podcasts who advertise for like uh, uh food prep and stuff like that. Having, having like, uh, yep. like uh food stored away in case there's an emergency and they're constantly talking about all this emergency, but they don't want anybody to be prepared. Like they look at preppers like they're completely crazy and that just blows my mind. Like why is it crazy to be prepared for the worst imaginable things to happen? Like you'd rather just be sitting because, in your yeah. mom's basement with your thumb up your ass watching some cartoon show that I don't know. They always have like these cartoon images you know, on uh, Twitter for their profile picture. I think it's weird. Ricky, I just wanted to slip in there, you know, to any militia members that might be watching, um, you know, as you're talking about uh, whether it's food prep or, you know, safe storage of electronic equipment in the event of an EMP or any kind of disaster that, you know, you might be trying to prep for. Mm -hmm. If anybody ever comes into the group and starts talking about how it would be a great idea to kidnap the sitting governor, you might want to take a closer look at their and profile see if they're and what they're into. Yeah, and, and, and see if maybe they have a federal ID. Uh, you know, don't let them talk you into some I'm crap one of the cool you're kids. not about. You know? It so, always reminds me of, uh, yeah. I don't know what that skit was, but uh, oh, what is his name? Oh, he's with Adam Sandler a lot of times. He's like a real thin, old-looking guy, but he's like, what's up, fellow kids? <laughs> oh, man, I can't think of it. I, <laughs> trying to think who you're talking about. Oh, man. It's gonna Rob, not me. Rob Schneider. No, it's Rob, not Rob Schneider. Um, not, I, I'm gonna have to look this up because it's gonna bug me. But he's he's absolutely hilarious, and I love this. Uh, oh, oh, uh, not Christopher Walken. Yeah, yeah, Christopher Walken. That might be his name. I, I I'm got, telling I've, you. I've got to know. I come gotta, here. I know. I know. <laughs> oh. Um. I know he was in. Uh, I know he was in Grown Ups with him, with Adam Sandler. He's the guy that went down the uh, the zip line or whatever with his feet, and he crashed into the. Uh, let me see, top cast. Wiley, Steve Buscemi, Steve Buscemi, that's who I'm thinking of. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, he's he was uh, on the uh, he was on the asteroid hunt with uh, Bruce Willis. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Day after, or no? Um, uh, Armageddon, Armageddon. That was a good movie. But yeah, no, yeah. There, yep. There's a skit hey, that I constantly speaking of Armageddon. Wasn't Biden just talking about it? Oh, was he? <laughs> yeah, Biden was just mentioning something about uh, Armageddon. Oh, now I got to look this up. Yeah. Biden. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot how to spell. I know that's spelled wrong. I don't know how to spell Armageddon. Oh my gosh, I feel dumb. 
me see if there's a video. Nuclear Armageddon warning. Okay, here we go. Oh, wonderful YouTube who loves me so much. For the first time. Oh, geez. That's loud. Hold on. All right, let me pull the second screen. So Biden's nuclear Armageddon warning. Putin. Putin. <laughs> pudding. Mmm, pudding. Putin is not joking with his nuclear threats. Uh, get, your, get the mouse over there. Do it. Since the Cold War, a potential nuclear threat is gripping the world. The Russia-Ukraine war Can you hear that is all right? taking a dangerous course. Yeah. Something that the U.S. president calls an Armageddon threat. Joe Biden referenced the Bible to describe the kind oh, of volatile situation. Armageddon is the prophesized location. Oh, hey, look at those cool flags. Takes place. Biden has compared that location with today's Ukraine and warns of an attack that could destroy the entire world. Russia has clearly said it will take all means necessary to defend its land, which means potentially nuclear weapons are off the table, not off the table. Not off Biden the table. also said that Vladimir Putin is not joking. Oh, that thing looks cool. Threats. I want one. What this means is that Putin might look towards chemical weapons as well to try and overturn the losses that his military has faced. The threat is growing real by the day. The month of September was a game changer for both Ukraine and Russia. Moscow claims to have annexed Donetsk, Luhansk and parts of Kherson and Zaporizhia. But at the same time, Russian forces are now withdrawing from some of those very regions that they've annexed. Ukraine claims to be making fresh gains in the eastern part of the country. Jeez. Okay, where does it get to Biden? I want to see well, what President Poopy Pants has to say. Foreign policy analyst is joining us live from Montenegro. Thanks very much for joining us on the show today. What Was this video clickbait? Biden's latest comments. I, I wanted to hear Biden say uh, it. Prudent and effective, and I think that they've been well. Yeah, they're not showing a video of Biden. Um, I'm going to try it. His advisors. Uh, you have to remember. I want to see Biden saying this because they showed him uh, speaking, but. I don't see in this video that they're actually showing him saying it. So I'm going to find the video, but everybody bear with me. Speaking of like all this like nuclear threat and something stuff like that, um, I think uh, I was hearing something about how long are you guys going for until we feel like stopping? I don't know. I have like another three hours in me. You guys good? Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Here comes that three-hour podcast. Um, I think this is the same video. You know, it's the weekend. We could do a 24-hour run. <laughs> I really want to find Biden saying this. Ooh, ooh, ooh. The current volatiles. No. I, I think these people are just uh, leading me on. Yeah, yeah, this is pretty much the same video. Same group of people. <sighs> but no, uh, speaking uh, of uh, like uh, big nuclear threats and stuff like that, I was it, it had me thinking of, uh, I was hearing, um, I think it was on Tim Pool I was watching, and they were talking about, 
I believe it's China has been researching. It's one of those Asian countries, but they've been researching like bio warfare and trying to create like um, this weapon. This weapon that like uh, triggers something in like certain people's uh, biology, like some sort of like genetic bomb or something that it will only affect like certain people's genetics. Oh man, I should have pulled that up because oh here from the Guardian. Let's go ahead and look at this trusted news source. I know they get a uh, top ratings on uh, NewsGuard because they never lie. Uh, Biden's Armageddon warning wasn't based on new intelligence, U.S. says. U.S. president made most outspoken remarks on threat of wartime nuclear weapons when speaking at a fundraiser on Thursday. So the White House has said that Joe Biden's warning of Armageddon if Russia uses a nuclear weapon in Ukraine was not based on any new intelligence suggesting such nuclear use is imminent. The U.S. president issued his warning at a private fundraising event in New York on Thursday evening in his most outspoken remarks yet on the threat of wartime nuclear weapons being used for the first time since 1945. Uh, Biden described the current standoff over Ukraine with Vladimir Putin threatening to use all means at his disposal to defend Russia and the territory it has seized in Ukraine and as the most dangerous nuclear moment since Cuban Missile Crisis 60 years ago this month. He is not joking when he talks about the potential use of tacti uh, tactical nuclear weapons, Biden told donors. I don't think there's any such thing as an ability to easily use nu tactical nuclear weapon and not end up with an Armageddon. Wow, he said that? Yeah. Jeez. And look, yeah, the, the White House has to come out and <laughs> cover for him yet again. And they were afraid of what Trump would do on the international stage. This guy <laughs> has been a complete joke. Oh, my gosh. Um, what, what was I just reading? Okay, so uh, oh, Jean-Pierre, Jean, Jean that's the, uh, that's the uh, uh, press secretary, right? That wonderful yes, woman. Yes. The president the was. First, <laughs> the first gay uh, uh, person of color to be. The White House press secretary. I think also I think immigrant. Like, I think she also said that. Like it was like her yeah, first day yeah, there. She was like, "I'm gay, black, and an immigrant." <laughs> and I got a like, war. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 the qualifying uh, stuff that we look for when uh, finding people for uh, government roles. Okay, the president was speaking about concerns about Putin's threat to use nuclear weapons. Jean Pierre said. We have not seen any reason to adjust our own strategic nuclear posture, nor do we have indications that Russia is preparing to imminently use nuclear weapons. I don't believe you. I, I, I don't believe a single thing you say. You know, because like she talks constantly, like all the time. I mean, we've we've looked on this podcast at some of the things that she said and like, yeah, she's she's out there. I'm all alone again. Did the FBI? Oh, there you are. I thought the FBI came and grabbed you. Okay, I thought sorry. we were getting too close to the sun. <laughs> They'd have to find you first. No, that is uh, that is pretty crazy, though. Yeah, he just 
oh, the stuff that he says all the time. And then the, the, the White House is constantly coming out in defense and like, no, he didn't actually mean that. What he actually meant was, uh, let me think about it real quick. I'll get back to you. Do I have it? Do I have it? Do I have it? Do I have it? I don't have it anymore. I used to have uh, Jem Pisaki saying, I'll circle back with you. What magic wand do you have? There, we'll play that one. Oh, I love my stuff. Eat my butt! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was from a uh, wonderful uh, Stephen Crowder, if you guys have heard of him. I'm sure most people have. He's He's got a pretty big name. But he was doing a uh, uh, Change My Mind segment, and this guy uh, came up saying that uh, uh, Trump was a racist and just became absolutely belligerent and like started screaming that he was Jesus and eat my butt. It was funny, so I had to get that little sound bite and use it on the show. But yeah, I think I'm. Uh, I think that's all that I got for this uh, wonderful episode. Unless you got yeah. anything that you want to add. No, I think you covered it all. So, what do you think? World War Three? Are we in it? Are we looking close to it? Is it is it something that people should be worried about? I don't know. Especially like uh, the biggest thing that gets me is like. Trying to look up like all this information, I mean, you're gonna find so many uh, opposing views, and especially when like you have are are completely competent and not dimension riddled uh, greatest president ever coming out saying that you know we're looking at nuclear war and it's probably gonna be Armageddon, but then the White House comes out and says that like no he 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 didn't mean that that's that's not what he said. I mean, straight out of 1984, I don't know what's going on anymore. But, I mean, it's really hard to, like, get a grasp of what is happening in this world, in this country, all of this stuff. Because, I mean, misinformation and disinformation are real things. And, like, when it comes down to actually trying to figure out what's going on, you do have to put in the work. And, I mean, hopefully, like, we can bring, like, I, I'm, I'll admit I'm, I'm kind of retarded. I don't, I don't know everything. Oh, sorry, Mike. But um, hopefully I can, like, shed some light, like, give people some information and, like, don't take what I say as 100%. What happened to you, bud? Maybe the FBI did get him. Oh, I think, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, we lost him. But, um... Okay, that's weird. I don't know what's going on with that. But yeah, like I was saying, um, don't take everything that I say to heart. I mean, I'm just pontificating here. I'm just speculating, you know. I'm just kind of figure out, uh, trying to figure out, like, what's going on. And Oh, hey, I think he's back. Oh, hey, ah, ah. Maybe. Let's see. Howdy. The FBI did not get Howdy. you. That's good. That's good. I think they're slowing down my internet speed, though. Possibly. Too much content. Too much content. Well, we're going to be wrapping it up anyways. But like I'm saying, like, 
Oh, go ahead. I just want to say it's been most enjoyable hanging out and checking out these topics with you. Uh, not the only one. The oh, doctor. no. Yeah, your internet is uh, definitely messing I with you seen- right now. You're frozen. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sure he had uh, some great stuff to stuff to say, but we're going to go ahead and uh, just wrap this up. And, you know, like I but like like I want to say, like, uh, don't take everything. Don't take everything that I say, like, as the actual truth. I'm just sitting here and I'm trying to speculate on things. Um, conspiracy theorist isn't something that I'm too keen of being called, but I mean, sometimes you got to like travel into the world of conspiracy to kind of like see what's like going on. Like, cause, cause like I was saying earlier, I mean, when they, when they come after like people who are preppers and people who like to be prepared for whatever is going on, I think that's absolutely ridiculous. And I think people need to, um, people really need to like, it's better to be prepared for something that's never going to happen than to be caught off guard and be caught by surprise by something that just comes out of the blue. Because, I mean, if you don't know what's going to happen, I mean, it's going to catch you by surprise. So that's all I'm trying to say. So if you see this, if you watch it, hopefully you like it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and run that advertisement one more time. Hopefully I don't screw this one up, but... Uh, just for the people to know where to find us, couple of Hoosiers podcasts. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Castbox, and pretty much anywhere that you listen to your audio podcasts. You can find us on YouTube, Rumble. We're streaming on Twitch now. We might keep on doing that. I put clips on TikTok if you do that. But a uh, couple of Hoosiers.com, our website. Go there, check it out. I write blogs for the episodes. They're pretty good. R&M Kurtz Woodworks, me and my wife's woodworking business. We're on Facebook. You can find us and reach us there. There's a couple of uh, images that we have done. If you like it, if you want some of them, get a hold of us. We'll see what we can do for you. But, yeah, um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, that's going to be it. We're going to go ahead and uh, wrap this up. But it's been great. It's been fun. Hopefully you guys see this and you guys enjoy it. But, um. Yeah, usually uh, we we uh, live stream every Wednesday. I usually do something by myself, uh, a segment that I like to call This Week in Clown World because it kind of is a clown world these days. So if you want to check that out, check me out on Wednesdays. Um, I might just stream to Twitch for it. Um, we'll see how that goes. And then Fridays we do uh, our kind of like conversation uh, podcast where me and my host and my producer just sit here and we talk about these topics like me and Brian have. So that, that usually is pretty interesting. So, um, yeah, uh, subscribe to us, follow us, uh, go to the website. You can subscribe there with your email and you can get everything that we do sent to your email. You can also find the, our Facebook, uh, page on there that you can go there. You can like, and you can follow and you'll get all the notifications from that. So yeah, we're going to go ahead and, uh, send this one out. It's been fun. It's been a good chat, but bye.